Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. I am Dave Biddle flying solo on today's show. Going to answer some questions from the mailbag, questions from Bucknut subscribers. Shameless plug if you're not a Bucknut subscriber. What are you waiting for? Um, try our seven-day free trial, see what you're missing. It's just $9.99 per month. So we're going to go through some questions here. All right, let's start with one from Tony B. Two-pronged question here. Will any Buckeyes rush for 1,000 yards this coming season? And how many total will rush for 500 or more? And he opines his guess is there'll be one that rushes for 1,000 and three will reach 500 or more. I concur with that. Um, I thought about this. You know, I do think there's going to be 1,000 yard back. I mean, Mayan Williams almost reached 1,000 yards this past year, despite being banged up for half the year. So we'll see. I think it'll be close, but um, if I had to guess, I think Travion Henderson's going to get there. He got there as a true freshman. Um, if he can stay healthy, I think he's going to get there. Um, and this is going to be more of a, you know, I think they're going to be pass heavy, but and we'll get to more of that later, but they're still going to mix in the run. Ryan Day's proven he will do that, even though he, ha- he has the reputation of a guy that um, just likes to uh, throw the ball. If you look at it, I mean, J.K. Dobbins is the only 2,000-yard rusher in Ohio State history, and um you know, and that was Ryan Day as head coach. J.K. Dobbins rushed, rushed for exactly 2,002 yards in 2019. So, yeah, I agree. Sage Ohio saying uh, that they they did they showed last year they're going to use them all. So I think Travion, if I had a pick, is going to go over a thousand, and I think Mayan is going to go over 500 for sure. And then I'll say Dallin Hayden will reach it as well. That that might be kind of close because not only are they going to be throwing the ball. And if you have a thousand yard back, that means he's going to be getting a lot of touches. If you have another guy that's getting at least 500, that's another good chunk of touches. So will there be enough for three to get 500 or more? It'll be cutting it pretty close, but counting the postseason and everything, I'll say Dallin Hayden will get there. And don't rule out Evan Pryor, but um, coming off a torn ACL, um, I don't think he's going to rush for 500 yards. Hopefully he can just be healthy, um, help out in the running game, be a receiver out of the backfield. So yeah, to answer the question, I think uh, there'll be one that gets to 1,000 yards, and I think uh, I'll roll the dice and say two others get to 500, although I think it'll be close. All right. 
hopefully they can just stay healthy this year, right? They also have Chip Traynham, for those that missed it. Tony Alford said that uh, Chip Traynham, um, no surprise here, is a full-time running back now, just like he was toward, what, the, the second half of last year where bodies started disappearing fast. First, it was Evan Pryor in camp, and then Travion, we didn't know he had a broken foot. Um, hard to be a running back if you have a broken foot. So, you know, I think if these guys can stay healthy and bullish on this running back room, Dallin Hayden exceeded expectations as a true freshman. Mayan Williams, when healthy, is very good. And then you have Chip Trainum as that fifth guy. So those guys, can, you know, get, get Evan Pryor back healthy. That's a, that's a good uh, quintet of running backs. I'll say that to say the least. All right, tough one here. But it's probably one a lot of Buckeye fans are thinking. This is from GH Buck 23. GH Buck 23 wants to know, you know, basically, has Larry Johnson lost his spark? You know, Larry John, he says, Larry Johnson's a great man. He's had a great career. He talks about how he's a great mentor, talks about some of the guys uh, that he has had, you know, the Bosa's. Uh, he did inherit Joey, but, you know, he got Nick um, and Chase Young. You know, those guys have been fantastic. But GH Buck 23 points out that other than that, um, you know, where's the stud defensive lineman at? And where's the development been with guys like Teron Vincent and some of these other guys? Um, you know, it's it's hard to argue against that. And I like Larry Johnson a lot. That's why I prefaced this, prefaced this with uh, this is a hard question to answer because I like him a lot as a coach, you know, as a recruiter, as you said, as a mentor of young men. If you talk to even the, the true freshman, Kenyatta Jackson, Amari Aborn, those guys, Hero Canoe. Uh, I talked to all those guys at Peach Bowl Media Day. I asked them all the same question. Um, one of the questions I asked, I asked them all the same question. What's the main reason you picked Ohio State? Because all those guys were big-time recruits. They also all said the main reason was Larry Johnson. Not like there was this, 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 oh, yeah, and Larry Johnson was a big part of it too. They all said Larry Johnson was the main reason. So that gives me some pause there, you know, saying he lost his spark. Um, is he the same Larry Johnson as he was, you know, 10 years ago when he first came to Ohio State in 2014? I mean, maybe not, you know, maybe not, um, you know, but he did make a funny comment. You know, he's the same age as Nick Saban. He's like, everybody always asks me, when am I going to retire? No one asked Nick Saban about that. And I kind of joked with Larry Johnson. I'm like, that's because you're nice to his coach. Like Nick Saban would yell at people if he asked him that. So that's why the, and, and Nick Saban gets, gets asked about that. Maybe not by Alabama beat writers a lot, but it's certainly a topic. Um, I'm sure it's uh, something you, you would use on the recruiting trail if you're trying to recruit against Alabama. There's not much you can say when you're recruiting against Alabama, but you can say that their head coach is in his 70s. That's fair game. So, but I like that Larry Johnson joked about that. Although I don't know if he was joking, really, you know, saying that, uh, you know, no, everybody asked me about this. He's like, I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere. Um, I think he meant for this year, he's not going anywhere. I'm not saying Larry Johnson's saying he's going to be around for the next four or five years. Um, I did hear that, you know, this coming this past year that maybe this, you know, the 2022 could have been his last year. I, I heard rumblings about that. He shot that down, obviously. Uh, he's coming back at least for 2023. So then it'll, it'll continue, right? Is he going to come back for 2024? Like, you know, he'll get asked about it again. Um, maybe this will be his last year. I don't know. Has he lost his spark? It's hard to say that. Um, when you hear the, the way these young men talk about him. And I agree the development with some of the guys – you know, I hate to keep throwing Teron Vincent under the bus, but that seems like a good example. He was the number one D tackle in the country, five star, and even as a fifth year senior, wasn't very effective. You know, you saw it with you know guys like Javante Jean Baptiste. You know, where was the the the, the development there? Um, Jerron Cage wasn't really a big time recruit. Jack Sawyer, what are we seeing out of him so far? Um, JT Tumalo has flashed. 
I mean, that Penn State game, that still might be the best individual performance we've seen from an Ohio State defensive player. It's crazy. Um, but – and maybe he'll be more consistent now as a junior. I, I believe in JT, and I think he will have a big junior year. I mean, another thing I love about JT is he's a leader. I mean, he's already – as a sophomore this past year was a leader, was giving speeches and stuff. So that's a very good sign. Um, but, you know, where has the development been? Yeah, I think it's, it hasn't been terrible, but it, it could be better. So has Larry Johnson lost his spark? I don't think completely, but a little bit he has. I'll put it that way. There you go. There's a, uh, as I am wont to do, a very uh, long question to what could have been a simple answer. All right. Let's get to the next one here. Okay. What percentage of plays do I expect will be run plays versus pass plays this year? Did Kevin Wilson keep Ryan Day honest in that regard? Who will do that now? This is coming from Fox R 2001, Fox R 2001. Um, he's concerned he had, you know, he's concerned they're not going to run the ball very much. He had, this is another you know part of his question on, cause some of these questions I just paraphrased, uh, down a little bit, edited down a little bit. Um, but Fox R 2001 is, uh, concerned they're not going to run the ball very much. And he thinks Kevin Wilson kind of kept uh, Ryan day in line, so to speak, reminding him, we got to run the ball a little bit more here. Cause that was kind of Kevin Wilson's forte. Um, I don't think it's going to change that much. Again, I do think that they are going to be certainly the percentage will favor the pass over the run, but I don't think it's going to be exponentially, you know, pass versus run. I think it's going to be, you know, 60-40 if I had to put something on it, which isn't too far where it's been. Who's going to be the Kevin Wilson now? Justin Fry, for sure. He's the run game coordinator. He's got, he's like the new age, you know, Kevin Wilson. You know, he's the offensive line coach. Kevin Wilson's background. What is it? O-line. Uh, Justin Fry now with the title of uh, run game coordinator. He was the offensive coordinator at UCLA and they, you know, did a decent job running the ball, but, um, you know, obviously Chip Kelly was the play caller. Um, but Justin Fry just having that experience, at least, you know, collaborating heavily with Chip Kelly as, you know, having the title of offensive coordinator, that helps. Having last year under his belt with Ryan Day and Kevin Wilson helps. So, and I don't think Brian Hartline, just because he's a wide receiver, former wide receiver himself, wide receiver coach, I don't think he's just going to be, I mean, who did he play for? Jim Trestle. I don't think Brian Hartline's going to be a guy that's like, Let's just completely abandon the run. These guys are smart. Um, so I don't think it's going to change that much. You know, if I'm wrong, I know you guys are going to uh, remind me of that. I think it's going to be very similar to what we've seen because, again, Ryan Day has this reputation of air it out, air raid offense. But, um, you know, Trey Sermon would have rushed for well over 1,000 yards if, you know, they didn't just play eight games that season. And really, Trey Sermon only played seven. Um, he was coming on like gangbusters at the end of that year. Broke Eddie George's single-game rushing record. You know, against Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship game, had a huge game against Clemson as well. Um, had a big game against Michigan State the week before or a couple weeks before the um, you know Big Ten Championship game. So had just three huge games down the stretch. You know, I mentioned J.K. Dobbins earlier. The only 2,000-yard rusher in Ohio State history was a Ryan Day running back, um, meaning Ryan Day was the head coach. So I don't think they're going to go away from the run. I think, again, I think whether it's Kyle McCord, it probably will be Kyle McCord or Devin Brown. Um, I think they will, you know, rely on the pass when you have Marvin Harrison Jr. and Mecca Buka and Julian Fleming and others that will be in the mix. You know, you're obviously going to throw the ball. And I think they believe in Kyle McCord um, that he can whip it around. Is he going to be C.J. Stroud? No, I don't think he's going to be, you know, arguably the best, you know, passing quarterback in Ohio State history. C.J. Stroud has a very good claim to that. Dwayne Haskins does as well, even though it was just one year. Um, those are the two best I've seen as far as pure passers. I know I'm not breaking news there. Um but uh, so I think Kyle McCord is going to be good. You know, I don't think he's going to be CJ Stroud great right away. Uh, but I think um, they believe in him. Ryan Day handpicked 
Kyle McCord over J.J. McCarthy. And that story has not been written yet. Uh, you could say it's not looking good right now. We'll see. Um, I tend to think J.J.'s a little bit overrated, but he, he's got the job done. So right now he's in the lead of that contest. There's no doubt about it. I mean, Kyle McCord started one game in his career. J.J. McCarthy has led his team to a Big Ten championship and a spot in uh, the college football playoffs. So he obviously is in the lead right now, but he's also had a great surrounding cast around him. So we shall see what happens. But I don't expect that they're going to go away from the running game. I, I think they're still going to make sure that um, that they're relatively balanced. Are they going to be 50-50? No, but I think it's going to be similar to what we've seen. I don't think it's going to be any worse, for a lack of a better term, than 60-40. Uh, you know, and, and 55-45 won't surprise me. 55 passing, 45 rushing. I think it might be something like 60-40. Um, that would be the biggest gap we'll see. Okay, moving on to another question here. Why is Lathan Ransom not in consideration to be benched? The starting safeties should be Sonny Styles, Jihad Carter, and Kai Stokes. This is coming from Cleveland Buck. Well, it's interesting. I just posted a story on Bucknuts. It's free, so anybody can get on there and read it. I just posted it before I did the show. Um, and it does sound like to me, reading between the lines, they're going to find a spot for Sonny Styles to start. Is it going to be the Bandit? That'd be my guess right now. Um, could he be an outside linebacker? Yes. That's probably what he will do as a junior. As a sophomore, though, I think he'll probably play the Bandit. He's 6'4", 222, but... Just because he's 222 pounds doesn't mean he has to be a linebacker the way he moves. Nothing wrong with having a big safety back there, especially that bandit, which is basically a hybrid strong safety outside linebacker anyway. You only have two linebackers that start. Obviously, Tommy Eichenberg at middle linebacker is not going to leave the field <laughs> you know, unless they drag him off. Uh, and then Steel Chambers comes back as the will. So I think after 2023, Sonny might replace Steel at the will. But I think this year he'll play the bandit. So to answer the question... I think Lathan Ransom is in consideration. You know, benched is a strong word, but to be the second team bandit, you know, or maybe he'll move to adjuster. Because all those guys you mentioned, including Lathan Ransom, are going to play. Those four guys, there's going to be injuries. Even if all four of those guys stay healthy for the three spots, I think all four of them are going to play. Those are the top four safeties on the team right there in no particular order. Or if you want to go in order, how about Sonny Styles, then Jihad Carter, and I agree with you. I like I like Kai Stokes, too. And then I put Lathan Ransom right there. Everybody's down on Lathan Ransom because of the way he finished the season. But I think we have to remember, he had a, a lot of good moments, too. Um, started the season like gangbusters. Took him like five seconds to steal the job away from Josh Proctor. And played well, you know, until he didn't, right? But then again, Lathan Ransom should not be covering wide receivers in zero coverage. To me, that, that was a scheme issue. I still believe in him. Even though I just put him fourth in my pecking order, that's a strong top four, though, you know, and then uh, Jim Knowles mentioned he likes all those guys. He mentioned Kai Stokes without even being prompted. So, um, you know, the question, why is Lathan Ransom not in consideration to be, you know, basically not a starter? Again, I think benched is a strong word because he's going to play. He is in consideration because I think they're, they're looking at all options. And again, Kai Stokes is very much in the mix. Jim Knowles mentioned him, you know, unprompted, like I just said. Jihad Carter, the transfer from Syracuse. I'd be surprised if he doesn't start. Sonny Styles will start. You know, so that, that, that means Lathan Ransom does not have a starting stop job locked down by any means. Could he start? Yes. Is he a strong candidate to start? Yes. But by no means do I think Lathan Ransom is a lock to start. So um, seems like, you know, the only one 
the only one that, that might be a lock to start is uh, Sonny Styles. Although I tend to think Jihad Carter is too, though. I think he'll probably be that slot safety. Um, they have Cam Martinez there too. Or or you could have Jihad Carter as the adjuster and have Kai Stokes as the slot safety. Kai Stokes would be one tall uh, slot safety, wouldn't he? Um, but I'll take it. I mean, a lot of the uh, slot safeties, you look at one of the best. I'm not just saying this because I'm a Bengals fan, but one of the best in the NFL is Mike Hilton. He goes about 5'9", 184. And 5'9 might be stretching it, Mike Hilton. He might be more like 5'8". But my point is, I mean, even last year, Tanner McAllister, 5'11". Cam Martinez, 5'10". Those tend to be more of your slot safety, slot corner guys. And slot safety, slot corner is the exact same thing. Um, it's just some people call it slot corner. Some people call it slot safety. The 4-2-5 is not a novelty defense that Ohio State runs. T- tons of NFL teams do it and do it successfully, including the Cincinnati Bengals. Lou Anarumo getting all kinds of credit, rightfully so, their defensive coordinator. One of the two finalists for the head coaching job of the Arizona Cardinals. Hopefully they pick uh, Mike Kafka instead so we can keep uh, Lou Anarumo in Cincinnati. But I digress. My point is Lou Anarumo runs a 4-2-5 just like Jim Knowles does. And you have that that bandit, um, you know, is basically like a third linebacker, kind of a hybrid strong safety outside linebacker, which could be Sonny Styles is coming here for the Buckeyes and his former Buckeye Von Bell for the Bengals was he's a free agent now. They might not resign him. But that, you know, Von Bell is like 215 pounds now. He's about 20 pounds bigger than what he was when he was at Ohio State. Sonny Styles 222. So that's almost like a third linebacker. And again, good NFL defenses have gone to that. So it's not some like, you know, gimmick defense that um, Jim Knowles is running out there. So all four of those guys are in the mix. And yes, Josh Proctor coming back as a sixth year senior. Um, I think I've touted him every year. I'm done doing that. Maybe this will be the year he breaks out because I'm not touting him. He's going to have a good year. Um, he, I think he's on the outside looking in right now. Cam Martinez, uh, another guy. They've got some freshmen like Malik Hartford. They've got a couple others that are going to be coming in like Jaden Bonsu. So they've, you know, as you need to when you start three safeties, they've got some decent depth there. So we'll see what happens. Um, all right, there you go. Mailbag Wednesday. Is in the books. Appreciate you guys very much for joining me. I am Dave Biddle. Uh, if you like the show, like, subscribe, give us a five-star review. All that stuff really helps. Thank you so much for joining me on today's show, and thank you to all the questions from uh, Bucknut subscribers. Hope everyone has a great rest of your day. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 